Chapter 13 That's all? Marco asked. Just the fate of the human race. Don't you have something more challenging for us? But the Elemist wasn't paying attention to Marco. We do not interfere in the private affairs of other beings, he said. But when they are in danger of becoming extinct, we step in to save a few members. We love life. All life, but especially sentient life forms, like Homo sapiens, or species. This is a very beautiful planet, a priceless work of art. You've obviously never seen our school, Marco said, still kiddily trying to joke. Suddenly, without warning, the Elemist did it again. He opened space. We were no longer standing in the Yerkpool. We were no longer underground at all. We were underwater. Deep underwater. But the water did not seem to touch my skin. And when I breathed, there was air. Still, I felt fear tingle the back of my neck. We stood. Me, Cassie, Jake, Marco, Axe, and Tobias. Tobias in his own human body. In the middle of an ocean. Suspended in the water, but dry. The Elemist could no longer be seen. We were floating above a coral reef, and everything was moving again. All around us, fish swam by in swift darting schools, fish in every color and shape reflecting the dappled sunlight from above. Sharks prowled. Stingrays seemed to fly. Squid pulsated. Crabs scuttled across fabulous extrusions of coral. Tuna as big as sheep drifted past. Swift, grinning dolphins raced by in pursuit of their next meal. Lovely. The Elemist's voice once more seemed to grow from deep within my own heart. Lovely. And then, as quickly as we had been plunged into the ocean, we were drifting above the waving golden grass of the African savanna. A pride of lions lazed in the sun below us, looking sleepily content. Wildebeest and gazelles and impalas grazed, then broke into wild, springing, bouncing races that forced you to smile at the sheer energy of it all. There were hyenas, rhinos, elephants, giraffes, cheetahs, baboons, zebras. Hawks and eagles and buzzards wheeled overhead. Look at it. Then, in an instant, deep jungle. A lithe jaguar prowled while monkeys chattered in the tree canopy above. Snakes as long as a person slithered across tree branches. The air reeked of the heavy perfume of a million flowers. We heard the sound of frogs, insects, monkeys, and wild, screaming birds. In all the universe, no greater beauty than a thousand, thousand worlds, no greater art than this. Then the Elemis showed us the human race. We flew, invisible, through the steel and glass canyons of New York City. We drifted above villages at the edges of jungle rivers. We watched a rock concert in Rio de Janeiro, and a political meeting in Seoul, and a soccer game in Durban, and an open-air market in the Philippines. Humans. Crude. Primitive. But capable of understanding. Suddenly, all the movements stopped. We were staring at a picture. A painting. I'd seen the painting somewhere before. It was a wild swirl of color, a painting of purple flowers. 
irises, I think, although I'm no big expert on flowers. The artist had seen the beauty of those flowers and captured some small bit of it on canvas. Capable of understanding. Then, without warning, we were back in the Yerkpool. The images were all gone. We were in the land of despair once again, surrounded by frozen images of horror. The Elemist, or at least the body he had made for us to look at, reappeared. That was a nice tour, I said. I was trying to sound tough, but I felt as if I had been turned inside out, as if my mind had exploded into a thousand sparkling pieces. I was overwhelmed. But what's it all about? Humans are an endangered species. Soon you will disappear. I thought of a couple things to say, but I said nothing. No one said anything. The York race is also sentient, the alumist said, and they are technologically more advanced than you. They will continue to infest the human race. The Andalites will try to stop them, but they will fail. The Yurks will win. And soon, the only humans left will be what you call human controllers. I had stopped breathing. The way he said it. It was like you couldn't argue. Like you couldn't say anything. He spoke every word with utter and complete certainty. He wasn't guessing. He knew. He knew that we would lose.